Hello, anyone listening, and welcome to Connecting Vague Dots. With me, Jay Pennells, and Seth Cox. Hello, everyone. Good morning. How are you? We all right? Good. Good, good. Yeah, they're not there. They can't answer. What's that? Jay's what? got a small what? I'm, I'm getting something I'm getting something from line three here. Jay's got a small willy. Okay. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, I, I was getting something on line four that said Seth has a smaller one. No, that's possibly too mixed. So you've. Hmm. Oh no, I... sorry. No, no, I was wrong. That was on line two. Yeah, line. T- yeah, okay. Yeah, I'd like to be. Smaller. Oh, like oh, I just this just in. Line one agrees with line two. Seth has a smaller willy. Oh, oh no. Uh, <laughs> well, we've only got three lines. So that's all of them used up. So that's a shame. Yeah. So, well, they've all hung up now. So if we get any callers later on, I'll let you know. No, I'll let you know. I'm, they come through mine a little bit earlier. I don't know if you've noticed, but they come through mine a tad earlier. Um, really. But they, yeah, so... they, come, they come through mine a tad clearer because I have a better connection. <laughs> okay. That's weird. We'll see how that works out later on. I'm sure we'll, we'll have a lot of fun with that. has gotten so weirdly competitive already. <laughs> already in my head I'm thinking 2-1 to you because of the two lines against one line. Yeah. Just a competitive yeah, nature. Just... <laughs> uh... we'll, see, we'll, see, we'll, we'll see how that pans out later on. Yeah. yeah. Hello, anyone. <laughs> Hope you're all well. Yeah, it's been a it's been a week. Not George Orwell. <laughs> he hopes you're all well. Not that you're all George Orwell. <laughs> oh dear lord! And I probably <laughs> just guessed your book there. Hmm. What was so, that? I probably just guessed your book. It's probably an Orwell because no, you still no. haven't had 1984 yet. Have I not? No, I've been waiting. No, I picked. No, an- you... oh, no, I picked Animal Farm. That You've was had it. Animal Farm. You haven't had... Nope. <laughs> Knock something off your desk. Yeah, it wasn't my tea though, so it's fine. Oh, that's all right then. Um, mm. Delicious. God, it's going to be a weird one today already. I can tell. Yes, yeah, strange energy. Right. So, do you want me to sort of um, do my amazing? Yeah, you did a very good intro to the concept last week. So, see if we could do that again. Going to go well. <laughs> okay. So, for those of you who haven't listened to the show before, what me and Jay do? We each pick a film, a book and a piece of music, all with an underlying theme or link, and the other one tries to guess the link. We've also got a point system involved, very similar to Only Connect, if not identical to Only Connect, where if you guess a connection within the first choice, you get three points, second two, etc., etc. And we've also introduced a point system where if we revisited any of the other one's suggestions from the week, week before... Damn it! I was doing so well! If we revisit any of the other one's recommendations from the previous week we get a point for effort and general interest. And I can say, on that note, I did listen to that hip-hop album. Oh, you went away and listened to Voodoo? I listened to the first sort of three songs, liked it, and I listened to the rest later. But yeah, I did. Very good. Yeah. (coughs) Oh, excuse me. What did you make of it, generally? It's it's a very happy album. It's a very feel-good album. So I... And I do... Yeah, I, I... I like it. Yeah? I like it. That's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Did you revisit anything else? Or was um, it just that? What were, the, what were the other ones? The other one was Mulholland Drive. Ugh. That's a no. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> and um, do androids dream of, ele- of electric sheep? I didn't revisit one. I did buy the book for a friend, though. But I didn't buy it for myself. <laughs> no. but yeah, I don't think that quite counts. Okay, fine. Oh, I've got one point. Did you... Yeah. Did you start listening to Don Quixote? I did. I've yes! Got, I've gotten about an hour or so into the audiobook. 
Um, I'm sort of at the point where the pastor has been brought round by his niece and the local seller of things, I believe. Mm. And they're just just sort of going through all the books and they're just going, yep, burn that. (laughs) Yeah, it reminds me of that record scene from Shaun of the Dead where they're choosing what records to throw at the zombie and whatnot. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Um, and the the thing that I re- that I really liked about that part was um, one of the books that they referenced was a book by the author, or the, <laughs> the author re- referenced one of his own books, and it was almost like he had just copied and pasted a review of that book <laughs> into That's Don Quixote, um, which I thought was very um, very funny. Um, it's a very interesting book. I will. I will continue to listen to it. Good. But it's, it's yeah, it's... It's quite heavy, very... isn't it? There's lots of wordplay. Yeah. It's very, very wordy. Yeah, very wordy. And you can quite easily just sort of z- zone out. Especially with it, with the audiobook, you can just go... Mm. Vroom. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm enjoying that a lot. Uh, what were your other picks? Pan's Labyrinth and Hero by Enrique. <laughs> Did you listen to Hero? I didn't. No. Oh, okay, fine. I no. um. No, I d- I didn't want to. <laughs> and as much as I might have wanted to revisit Pan's Labyrinth, I sort of forgot. Yeah, I was going to revisit it myself um the other day, but I can't, I can't remember what I watched instead. Something not as good, but yeah. Yeah, I did. I did a U um earlier today, in oh. that I started a film last night. <laughs> And then it got to about midnight, <laughs> and I, I discovered that I was very tired, so I turned it off, and I finished watching it this morning. What film was it? Thor Ragnarok. Oh, good, good, good. Is that the yeah. first time you've seen it? Yeah, it's the first time I've seen it. It's, um, yeah, I, I know what everyone's raving about now, because it's definitely the best Thor film. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's Yeah, it's really good. It's good. Really good. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'm so bad at stuff like that. This is why it takes so long to watch series. I mean, Community has taken me... How, how long? I'd say it's about a month since a I month. told you to start watching it, I think. Yeah, and I'm on series three. Okay. Middling. So, yeah. But I've been yeah. watching Life on Mars for um, almost a year now, and I haven't finished the first series. <laughs> it's only got eight episodes. I'm fucking shocking. Wow, so you can't even do an episode a week. It's our episodes, I'm telling you. Our episodes are not the shit. Cause no? Could I'd, look, put it this way. I could either watch Life on Mars, which is an hour, or three episodes of Community. And then you do neither? Well, and then I sort of, yeah, I'll probably watch one episode of Community, yeah. But th- that's, the, that's the point. Why would I... An hour's basically a movie, do you know what I mean? I've... No, it's half a movie. Well, it's two thirds of a Disney movie. It's... Uh, well, the old ones, sure, because they're not the, most most movies aren't ninety minutes anymore. No, but most animated ones are. They stick to sort of the ninety minute. They tend to, yeah. Mark, because children have short attention spans. Mm. And so, so and, do I. And they're and they're expensive to make. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the shorter they are, the less expensive they are. Yeah. I just like a three-hour animated film. I can't think of what the longest animated film is actually. Ooh, no. I can't think point. of a I can't think of a genuinely long animated film. 
Um, oh, I mean, I guess the the Studio Ghibli ones sort of sit at two hours. Yeah. I'll have a look. Spirited Away. Ghibli sort of do it for as long as they do it for, usually. That's yeah, actually two, two hours five. Four. Yeah. That's a good point. What's the longest animated film? Let's have a look. <laughs> Excuse us, listeners, whilst we look up things on the internet. <laughs> uh... Oh, yes, it is a Japanese one, I thought it might be. Uh, Space Battleship Yamato Final Saga is a 1983 Japanese anime science fiction film. Um, 163 minutes. So, that's... Wow. Two, so, hours, and two, and a, two and a half hours. Two uh, hours 40, even. Fairly lengthy, I'd say. Yeah, and the, apparently the longest Disney animated film uh, is Fantasia, which is 124 minutes. Yeah, I was watching that this morning, actually. How funny. All right. Did you start watching it the last night? No, no, no. It was just on, and I watched the. Oh, uh, it was just on. Okay. Very good. I don't think I've actually seen it. Oh, it's very nice. I like the whole idea of getting a piece of classical music and then loads of artists sitting around a table and talking about what imagery it conjures to them, and then writing a scene around it. I think that's cool. That's very yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. Um. Lovely. Shall uh, I didn't revisit anything else? You didn't revisit anything else. Do we have anything else to talk about? Um, Did you mention last week or the week before? I can't remember which week it was that you talked about this. That you were going to an open air cinema. Oh, that hasn't happened yet. That is that is going to happen in um, not not for a while. But I'll let you know how it goes. Uh, okay, lovely. Shall I shut my window? Okay, can you hear that faint rumble of? I yeah, I can hear it, but I don't know. If it's going to be a problem. I'll shut my window. Okay, right. Well, while Seth shuts his window, um, I was going to think of something disparaging to say, but I sort of forgot. And also, this is going on the internet, and I don't want that on the internet, particularly. Um, So it appears Seth has now shut his window, and he is back. Hello, Seth. Hello. I was filling for 30 seconds, because I'm treating this like a radio show rather than a podcast where I could just edit out the long silences. It's a good way. I think we'd be bloody good on a radio show. And we'd, be, we'd be okay. I remember doing um, Kingdown Radio once with um, Yusuf, Solly. Wasn't it? Oh, Solly. I thought Yusuf. Yeah, Yusuf did it for a Yusuf did do it for a couple of years, um, and then he was going to be involved in uh, the like the lighting and the camera operating for Fame. Mm. Um, but like the last week, he decided just he wasn't going to do it. And then he didn't go. And then he didn't go back to ra- the radio station either, um, because he was scared to face Mr. Barnes. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Barnes isn't the most intimidating man. No, but Yusuf was absolutely been... in the wrong. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I've done like vaguely radio-esque things once um, with KDFM. That that was fun. We did that for about an hour or two, I think. Oh, I can't remember now. That was a long time ago. I think it was in year twelve. I sort of, I sort of had a free morning because we were doing, we were doing mocks mm. at the time, and everybody else had gone home or left or done something. And I was just sort of milling around, going, "Is anything happening? <laughs> Hello, anyone?" <laughs> and Mr. Bods and Solly were just like. Hey, you could come and help us do a radio thing if you're bored. And he went, "Yes, that sounds like a lot of fun." Um, 
It's going to get Soli on here at some point. Yes. Um, right, shall we jump into the podcast? Let's get going. I have an absolutely fantastic link today. I'm very proud of it. Really? Well, let's kick off with your film then. Okay, my film choice is... On the topic of Disney animated movies, we have the dated the I don't know I can't remember the date. Insert the date here. I think it's a it's the nineties. We have the nineties animated classic, The Lion King. Ooh, okay, right, fun. Little shout out to Dan Elston because obviously he he's. Always Hi, Dan, if you're listening. Dan. Yeah. I don't know if he does, listens. Does he listen? I think he listened to, he's listened to some of them. I think he listened to the one he was on. And he possibly listened to one to prepare for the one he was on. Yeah. So maybe two. That's good. But I can tell him to listen that's to this one. better than most people. Because I've shouted out. Yeah, that's better, that is better than most people. But yeah, so The Lion King is obviously everyone knows about The Lion King. It's a really great Disney film. It's um, won a couple Oscars. One for the brilliant soundtrack by Elton John and tim rice and oh it it's um probably what it's definitely in my top five disney films animate no i mean disney films yeah. yeah it's it's very great voice acting as well good voice cast and it's um oh it's a lot better than the remake isn't it it definitely is yeah i i the remake was one of the few times when in a cinema i checked my watch to see how long was left yeah it's it takes itself a bit too seriously for me uh, yeah, I think it, I think you're probably right. And it doesn't do anything different. No, no, it doesn't seem to switch anything up particularly. No. And like Not the Jungle like... Book, which was quite fun because it did switch things up a bit. It was a dark take. Yeah, because it, it used the technology well and actually did something interesting story-wise. Yeah. Whereas the Lion King just used the technology and yeah. didn't do anything story-wise. Literally, it was almost exactly the same. Yeah. So why bother? Do you know what I mean? Mm. And there weren't. Were there any new? I feel like they, they. Disney always put in. This is what I don't like. Disney always put in a new song in the remake to go for that best original song Oscar. But the new songs have been really trash crap recently. Have they? They have. Think I've about. Really been paying attention. So you had the Be- Beauty and the Beast new song, which was um, Evermore. No, it wasn't. It was um. Rubbish. That's what it was. It was rubbish. I can't remember okay. what it was. I don't but... think I've seen the. I don't think I've seen the remake of Beauty and the Beast. No. And so um... I, I saw the original about a week before. I we did the audition for mm. the school's production of Beauty and the Beast. So I've literally seen the film once. <laughs> Sounds like the original's okay. I just think Disney have yeah. lost it a bit recently. I don't know how you feel about that. Um, With the animations, obviously they're booming in the Marvel side of it. And yeah, the Marvel stuff is really good. The Star Wars stuff is really bad. Yeah. Um, the animation stuff, I haven't really been paying attention. Frozen think... 2 was a big pile of wank. Was it? It was absolutely shocking. It okay. was just off. Um, and I can't remember the last good one. I hear Moana's good, but I haven't seen it. Okay, fair enough. Moana was... Was um, yeah, Moana was good. Yeah, I mean it wasn't sort of the Wally or the Up or the Ratatouille. It wasn't the sort of early ten stuff that we all love. But it was um, when was Wally? 
2008, 2006, maybe as like early as 2006. No, I think, I think it was like, might be 2009. 2008, yeah, I was right first. Oh, right, nice. Yeah. yeah. I love Wally so much. Mm. Oh, wait, I'm just getting a call in. This is line oh. three. Um, they're saying, they've just heard Jay say live on her that he loves Willy. I don't know where they're getting that from. Maybe they've got bad reception and they heard oh. that. Oh, no. I'm just, I'm just getting on, on line two that sets a Wally. Oh, <laughs> all right, line one. Line one is agreeing with line three. They're saying that Jay definitely has said on air that he likes Willie, and they're now making some sort of remix to play at gay clubs with Jay saying "I love Willie" on loop with the sick beat underneath it. No, no, no. You're you're mistaking. They are agreeing with line three, but your previous line three had already hung up. Line three is currently saying that Seth is an Uber Wally, who um doesn't actually know anything and is completely useless and no and is never on time. <laughs> oh wait, feel... I've just I've just realised. Wait, yeah, who, who's actually on line three? I vaguely recognise that voice. It's probably you, oh, isn't it's, it? Oh, it's your mum. Is it my mum? <laughs> yeah, well, my mum's actually busy right now, so I know it's not my mum. <laughs> this has descended into such stupidity. I'm just saying, for the record, you did just say you like Willy. No, you said you love Willy. I said I love Wally. <laughs> did it again. Say it one more time. You are such a juvenile. Just say it again. Say say you love it again. What, what, what you said. Just say it again, if you're not afraid. You know I'm editing this week, so I can edit okay. pretty much anything you can say out of context. If, if you're not afraid to say it, then just say it again. What? I really love the film Wally. All right, fine. Yeah. I haven't seen that really film. Really good film. Is it on Pornhub? Or, or is it Brazzers? I haven't seen that one. <sighs> <laughs> Oh, I'm just getting a call in from, from line <laughs> one saying that there's almost nothing that Seth hasn't seen on Brazzers. Brilliant. <laughs> Is that my mum again? <laughs> no, no, it was your brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'd know. We watched, yeah. <laughs> did you, see, you were about to say you watched it together, did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he says whilst nodding. <laughs> right, okay, enough of this tomfoolery. Yeah, it's all your fault. You've ruined the podcast. So. <laughs> I like these calls. Do you have a um? Do you have <laughs> a guess for my link? A guess. Mm. I will just say quickly before you have a guess. Um, because of the nature of my link, and if I sort of reveal it, obviously you will definitely get it. So I, I am get. I am being quite reserved with it. But go on. Okay. Well, my well, my initial thought was it's either going to be the original is much better, or based on Shakespeare. Interesting. Or based on something from Shakespeare. So I'm going to go with based on something from Shakespeare. Yeah. 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 See, I, 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 I try to, re, I try to retain my smugness, because I wasn't sure if you were doing the bit where you just pretend that I've got it and you're really disappointed. Mm. Um. But you seem genuinely upset. I am upset. <laughs> I thought it was a really clever link. But everyone knows that Lion King is based on Hamlet. I know, but what I, I just. And by and by purposefully not mentioning it, you draw attention to the fact that you knew that I knew that. 
Well, exactly. I knew that you knew it. Oh, I'm getting a thing. Okay. Right. Okay. Fine. Just get say your thing, please. <laughs> yeah. Are you just gonna be in a mood for the rest of the podcast? No. Alright, <laughs> my, my film is the Emoji Movie. Is your link really shit films? No, because they're not all films, are they? Oh, brilliant. Oh, well done. Really clever. Oh, you're on a roll, mate. Fuck, you know. Is it films that star Patrick Stewart as a poop? Yeah, that wouldn't really work for books, would it? Or where Patrick Stewart is a poop. I th- uh, I don't know if he he was a he was a pope in the thing I picked for my literature. I don't think he's. Anyway, have Go you on. seen the Emoji movie? No, I haven't. In all fairness, no. Okay, I I went to the cinema to see it. Whoa! Against, against my will. Okay, who t- who forced you to go to watch the Emoji movie? I will. Uh, uh, I was going to say their full names are like. No, that's a bit mean. Just uh, Joe and Harry. Uh, when it came out, there was Dunkirk, which I'd already seen. There was Detroit, which I really wanted to see, and there was the Emoji Movie, and we had a vote, and the Emoji Movie won, and I was a little bit upset, but I went fine. That's democracy. We'll go and see the Emoji Movie. We went to see the Emoji Movie, and it was the worst ninety minutes I've ever spent in a cinema. That bad. I was so angry for most of the film. Did the others like it? Were they equally as upset? They thought, they thought it would be funny to go and see something so bad. And I don't know if they retained that coming out. Was it, so, I, yeah, was it so bad it wasn't funny anymore? I mean, I didn't find it funny to begin with. Oh. I don't know if they found it funny at all. I sort of, I, I think I might have, either I've forgotten or I was too angry to ask what they felt about it. Because I was slightly livid. Um, so you paid £8 or £10 or whatever the Odeon price was. Tenner, are. yeah. Tenner. Because it was in Bath. It was in one of the Bath cinemas. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, but oh, Jesus. <sighs> there was a Casablanca joke as well about 75 minutes in and I nearly just left I just uh, genuinely almost just got up and walked that is so bad and the product placement <laughs> everywhere is so bad and the fact that because animated movies take so long to make they included memes from when they were making it which mm. was like two and a half years ago mm. so they're not funny anymore <laughs> and, oh which is what I struggle to understand when I watch shit movies like if I went to see the emoji movie is no one tries to make a shit movie no and I don't know if that's sadder than the truth or not if they're, if they're tr- uh, um, well it's a similar thing with the room isn't it um mm, nope I don't know what are you talking about the room, the the very very famous. Oh, oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, one. Uh, the, oh, I think it depends. It depends if they think that they're making a film that is, you know, that that is good and that they they've spent a lot of time and effort on, 
and they're, and they're proud of what they've made, but it's not very good. Uh, if they've made something that they think is a masterpiece and is going to win loads and loads of Oscars, like The Room, and then it's just utterly terrible, that's slightly more sad. And then there's just like, here, let's churn out this vaguely fun animated uh, film and make a load of money. Woo! See, I'm not doing... When I'm... If I ever become a father, God forbid, I am not taking my kid... I'm not, I'm not sitting through that stuff with them. I'm not. <laughs> You're gonna give them a proper film education. Yeah. We're gonna sit down in the sitting room and we're <laughs> going to watch The Lion King. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll watch The Lion King instead of the MOG fuckfest of a movie. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I, I that, that is a much better idea. What is your um link then? Uh, have you sort of mentioned it? Or... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Is it? The worst of its kind. Uh, no, you're you're being too specific. I think. Oh, damn it. Okay, fine. I'll try next time. Okay. So your thing that your piece of music yeah. that is based on Shakespeare. Be fun. Uh, my brain immediately goes to Romeo and Juliet, and I'm thinking like the soundtrack to West Side Story or something. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Sorry, that took me a while to make the link there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is that your guess? Yeah, sure. No, you. I, when you said Romeo and Juliet, I was like, damn, he's he's gone and got it. It's um the Dire Straits album making movies, which features the song Romeo and Juliet. Oh, very good. Yeah, okay, I'm with you. Yeah, that's a, um, it's a brilliant song. It's it's one of my favourite songs. Mm. Um, I've forgotten how it goes. It's in Hot Fuzz, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, because obviously you've got um, Timothy Dalton who always drives past playing relevant music yes. for recently committed crime. Yes, and that's it. when the actors who played Romeo and Juliet in the most recent production were murdered, he goes past uh, playing Romeo and Juliet. Um, yeah. By Dire Straits, which I always find very funny. But yeah, Dire Straits are a great band. They're one of my um, favourite bands from the 80s band, probably. But um, me- mostly because of Mark Knopfler, who we both love, Jay, as you mm. know. Does uh, some brilliant soundtracks, such as uh, Local Hero and The Princess Bride, which are two yes. great songs. Um, and the-, the album making movies, is it's not quite Brothers in Arms, but it's got, it's got a lot of good ones on there. And um, yeah, that's all I've got to say about it, really. Really? Well, that's. Well, you've guessed the link, so. Um, no, bit... you you didn't want to say anything. Anything else? I'm a bit defeated now, aren't I? Because. I oh, poor not Seth. Point. There's not much point in anything anymore. So. We just should we just stop recording and just do something else? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I've actually got things to do. So. Really. See you later. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm just getting a call then. Oh damn it! You beat me to the joke. They're saying, Seth, we really feel for you. Your link was exceptional, possibly the best podcast has ever had. And Jay ruined the fun a little bit by guessing it straight away. Um, and they're sorry. And that's thank you. Oh, line hang one. on, I'm, thank getting, you, I'm getting a call. I'm getting something on, on line one that says, um, "It's Seth. You did come up with quite with um, quite an Ooh. ingenious link. It's just a shame Ooh, that Jay is better at this game than you are. Very interesting. Thank you, line one. Um, we'll take that into yes, consideration. Thanks, line one. Yeah, I appreciate the compliment. Well, yeah. 
but um, it's a compliment. You're, you can't a, dispute that. It's a compliment for both of us. I'm ingenious, but you're better at the game. Yeah, and I'd I'd rather be more intellectually superior than better at a little game. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, line yeah, three agrees. You, yeah. You're clearly proving that by being such a child about the fact that you've lost. Anyway, look. Oh, I'm I, getting a call in on line two that says, "Here, here, Jay, you've absolutely done him there." Yeah, brilliant. I think we've run this joke dry. I think. <laughs> anyway, but it's a good album. You should actually listen to it, Jay. I it's might, I might go away and listen to it. Yeah. Tunnel of Love, Carousel of Waltz. No, Carousel oh, yeah. of Waltz as the opener, which oh, has the most pointless music video ever Doesn't no it... Romeo and Juliet has the most pointless music video ever it's just a guy walking around a maze what really for about five minutes yeah it's what very I don't, I don't know it's not very it's not really relevant um <laughs> it's got some other good songs on it solid rock um it's got some less good songs on it like Les Boys um but yeah worth it for Mark Knopfler really I like it yeah yeah, I'll, I'll probably go away and listen to it at some point. Um, the thing you said about music videos just reminded me of a, a Tom Scott video, who's a, it's like a technology and linguistics YouTuber who does lots of interesting YouTube videos. And one of them he's done, like, um, if educational videos were filmed like music videos. <laughs> And it's like three minutes. It's three minutes long, and it's re- and it's really really funny. And it's really good. Um, and it's a lot. Of, yeah. Uh, and he does point out at the fact that like um, the frame rates are different. I think. Mm. Uh, or like the frame rates are different, and then the audio is recorded separately. So whenever they're looking <laughs> like they're saying something, it just doesn't. They're just clearly not. Yeah. Um, I'd love to make a music video. That would be interesting, yeah. Yeah, quite fun. You get some really good ones. Yeah, there are there are some there are some really great music videos that exist. Mm. The um, Capaldi thing pops into my mind immediately. Oh yeah, someone you love, Liz Capaldi. One. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of the the sort of the Michael Jackson ones back in the day. They were quite the choreography and them with the oh yeah knife fights and such was was always quite fun. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the Thriller video quite well. Yeah, Thriller one, exactly. Proper, proper music videos. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, they really went to town on music videos in the 80s when yeah. MTV just sort of <laughs> blew up and they went, this is a fun market, let's go. Yeah. Shall but, we move on? Yeah, let me try and guess your um, piece of music. Okay, yeah, go ahead. So I'm guessing it's going to be really, really, really rubbish. Um, yeah, it's terrible. It's like a terrible. Is it an album? Yep. A terrible album. Is it like Taylor Swift? No. In fact, I quite like 1984. I was actually going to use Taylor Swift as one of my albums because um, Love Story, obviously, with Romeo and Juliet on it, that one. But I didn't in the end. Um. Oh, who could it be? I don't. You're going to have to tell me. I don't know who you. Well, I mean, I might as well give you three points because you you have the link. What really, really rubbish stuff. Yeah, it's really, all right. so they're all terrible. So you've taken my idea with Hero last time and you've now decided that it's your turn to vent. Yeah, pre- pretty much. All right, uh, let's go. Let's have it. Uh, it's You Want It Darker by Leonard Cohen. Gosh. I haven't heard it, but I, I've heard Leonard Cohen songs and they are all very drawn out 
and boring and long. We kill the flame. Oh my god, shut up. Shut up. This, oh. um, that, it links back into something you were saying earlier. Um, I was talking about Solly. He, um, I think he was writing something uh, a couple of years ago and he was using this album as inspiration. There was, there's really powerful imagery in the album and throughout it. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of sort of religious um, vocabulary in it. And it's and it's quite evocative. And he was using it as inspiration to write something. And he and he really liked it. And he told me to go away and listen to it because he said, "Yeah, it's all right, it's good." And I went away and listened to it. I went, "Oh, this is the worst thing I've ever heard in my entire life." Oh. It's really bad. I'm gonna have to listen to it now. The fact that you and Solly disagree on it is that'll. I just, it's so, it's just drudgery. Like, listen, it's like it. You have to really try and listen to it, because your immediate response is just, uh, no. Mm. <laughs> but or I mean, at least it's very mood specific. But we both chose Johnny Cash last time, his American Four, or the time before. Yeah, true. And argue that's quite. Um, that's it's got a dark, serious, somber tone. And you have to sit down and probably listen to it. Yes. But I think there's less of a sort of... Well, I think Johnny Cash's singing voice is more pleasant and just better. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and there's an element of... Especially with Hurt, there's an, there's an element of sympathy. Yeah. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm now vague. I'm empathetic with with the person who is singing this song, whereas when Leonard Cohen whines and drones monotonely on about turning off a candle because someone's in a bad mood or whatever the hell it is to get in touch with Jesus, like shut up, you're annoying, leave me alone. Yeah. I, I have tried to listen to him before, and I remember it did not go well. Yeah. I know he wrote Hallelujah, and it's one of the most covered songs, oh, yeah. and a very, very popular song, but his version of it, I think, might be my least favourite. <laughs> Jeff really Buckley's version's got to be the help. best. Huh? Jeff Buckley's version's got to be the best. Probably, yeah. I, re I just generally don't like Leonard Cohen very much. No, I did say I'd go away and listen to it actually, but on, on reflection, I don't think I will. I think I'd, <laughs> much, I'd much rather listen to the rest of that hip hop album. Yeah, do that. Listen to Voodoo more. Voodoo's yeah. great. Yeah. Gosh. <sighs> right, well, do you want to. seems fruitless, but do you want to try and guess my Shakespeare related book choice? See. Um... And I. Yeah, sorry. You go. I'll shut up. Is it? Is it? Is it definitely a book? It's definitely a book. It's not the Sandman comics because I haven't read those. Okay, fine. Because <laughs> that's where my brain instantly went. Uh, right. So it's definitely a book, and it's based on Shakespeare. Oh, why is my literary knowledge so poor? It's, uh, can you give me a hint as to which Shakespeare? The Tempest. 
Oh god. Still not Sandman. Get <laughs> okay, out. Uh. I'll I'll keep giving hints because it's based on the uh, yeah. It's the it, the title of it is a quote from the Tempest, and there are many you can draw many parallels between them both. Oh bloody hell! I don't know the Tempest very well. We I, the last time I remember properly thinking about the Tempest was in Year Seven when we actually covered it. Yeah. Cool. And I just... It wasn't on the course. That was just Mr. Gumpson raving about the Tempest, I think. I was know. it? We had, yeah. I, I thought we properly like went over it a little bit. I don't, I don't, no one else... No no other classes did it. I, don't, I think it was just Mr. Gumpson. Oh, right. Cool. Yeah. Um, oh, I, no. I, don't, I just don't know. I don't know. My book. I'm reading it at the moment, and it is bloody brilliant. The book is Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. Oh, okay. Now I've heard of Hux- I've heard of it and of Huxley, but I know nothing of it. So please. Oh, explain. you would. It is right up your street, Mister. It? it is so. Um, it it's about it's dystopian future, and this was written in 1932. So this is kind of like, ooh, that's interesting. So it's a dystopian future, um, and it's where all the babies are created in labs and you don't need to reproduce anymore. Um, And they they make the babies and throughout their sort of scientific microscope experimental chemical stuff, um, they're able to define what job the baby will go into and what status he will have in society. So you have alphas who are sort of have the best jobs and the best houses, best money, and they create them in the lab. And then you have betas, gammas, and then you have... um, you know, the really lower class people who are basically a slave race, but they're all created to be a slave race. So you're created to be into the job that you work. And you don't question it because of you, you've been hypnotised throughout this sort of, and indoctrinated throughout this um, this process to not question anything, to sort of be submissive and sort of regurgitate certain sentences. And um, it's super, super interesting. And that how it came about was that there was, oh, I can't remember, that there was a war, a big war, and everything prior to this revolution was destroyed. So all music, all Shakespeare, like anything from the old world was destroyed. And um, this brave new world was created. And mm-hmm. it's it's very, very interesting and good. Oh. Okay. So how does it how does it parallel with um, the Tempest then? So yeah, well, the title "Brave New World" is what um, the female character says. The one who's lived on the island her whole life says when she goes to this new society it's sort of the the thought that things will be better here but that note that she won't fit in very well and that there are other parallels like you've got prospero in the tempest who is sort of who's who owns the island and he's sort of god you know he can manipulate situations and he parallels with the leader of the revolution who instead of saying oh my god in the book they say oh my ford and ford was the one who sort of drove the revolution and so Ford is sort of the the Prospero, and um, and you've got a sort of Caliban character who who's a bit of a misfit and doesn't quite fit in. That's Bernard Marx. He's a little bit disfigured because some yeah. of the processes went wrong and doesn't fit in. So you've got that, and there's other parallels as well, which I'm sure more people know more about than me because I haven't finished it yet. But yeah, it, yeah. it's very 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 good. Cool. I I like that. Sounds really cool. Uh, uh that. Nice. 
I might go away and uh, find stuff about that. Yeah, see if it's on Audible somewhere, because it's... I know you like your dystopian stuff, and you also like your yeah. Orwell, and it sort of fuses them both together a bit, so it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Marvellous. I will go away and have a think about that, then. Right, and your worst book ever? I'll give you a hint. It's not a book. Oh, I think I know what it is. Go on. So you don't like Brecht? You're right, I really don't like Brecht. <laughs> so, and I know you didn't like Mother Courage that much, and I don't know how you felt about the Caucasian chalk circle or other stuff. Okay. Um, you didn't mind the... I'm, no, I'm going to stick with Brecht. Let's just go um, Mother Courage. Yes. Ah, oh, absolutely right. Nailed it. So awful. I don't think it. I didn't hate it that much. I thought it was interesting the sort of the um, setting off her children and then the, I, I, it's quite powerful imagery with her sort of carrying her yeah um, stall by herself um, as a final sort of image you get. I thought that was quite fun. That, that is an inter- It is an interesting image. Um... And I can't... Did we actually read all of the play? Pretty much. I definitely remember one occasion where Partington had forgotten what page we were on, so I just skipped forward about ten pages to the start of the next scene and just convinced him that that's where we were. So there was a good ten pages that we just didn't read in class. Yeah. Um, and I vaguely... And I've completely forgotten anything that happened in the third act. No, I, I, I remember... It was absolute hell to act. Yeah. Yeah, it I, was horrible to for- perform in any way. I hate his style that he makes the actor do. I can't... What is it he calls it? Some sort of... It, he likes them to be emotionally detached, doesn't he? So he likes the, them... It was the Verfrim's Dung Effect, uh, which is roughly translated as the alienation effect. Alienation, yeah. And it's, it's um, rubbish. It's ri- um, and I know art is subjective, so you know this is open to interpretation. But it's rubbish. Yeah, it's uh, it's mm, so it doesn't work, in my opinion, with what he's he. I, I remember the the comparison that he doesn't like it to be like the audience are watching theatre. He wants it to be like they're spectating a football match. Uh, so they're not. Crash. Pardon? It was a car crash that they was were it? watching. Yeah, because they were uh, witnessing the events leading up to the car crash and then gaining an opinion on whose fault the car crash was. Yeah, it was. It was not being emotionally invested in what happened, but sort of engaging you in a intellectual way, not an emotional way. Yeah. But, I mean. Sorry, okay, man. but. <laughs> I can be engaged emotionally and intellectually. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing that's possible. Yeah, that's what everyone else does. <laughs> it's what everyone else tries to do. Yeah, the Caucasian chalk circle is probably worse. I tried to read that in year eleven because I was reading loads of plays um, to figure out sort of ways of writing plays, and I just read it, and I got halfway through the second act and just basically just tossed it across the room. <laughs> just, no! It's so bad! Yeah, I only know the ending of that because I had to watch... I watched 
um, the performing arts class, Dan Elston and um, Ellie performed the ending to it, and I was sat there, and <laughs> I didn't know if they were the best to watch, but, well, you know, it's it's quite a serious, harrowing ending, and you got Dan does Elston she, yanking uh, a doll out of a circle, and I was like, what's going on? Does she, does she die? They, I can't I know, they, I know the third act is a trial, um, because... Yeah, because so yeah. it's a play within a play. Because the Caucasian chalk circle is basically you get a bunch of people round in a circle, and then they perform this play to each other as like a way of communicating an experience of sorts. Mm. Um, and it's about this woman who is servant to a queen and and has a baby and looks after this baby, and then when the royalty get overthrown, they leave the kid. Mm just dump it and the woman goes hang on a minute you can't just leave that kid well, I can't well I can't that's for sure and so she takes the kid and then they catch up with the monarchy somehow and they went she's stolen my kid and then yeah. I presume I, and then the third act I I, I, I know it, the third act is the trial but I didn't read it because I gave up before then yeah, it, it's the trial, and what the judge does to test who's the mother or who should be looking after the baby is he, they put the baby in a circle, and they say whoever manages to get the baby out of the circle or something like that is the real mother, and they're yanking the arms of it, and then the one who doesn't fight for it because they're, they're basically ripping it apart at this point, and um, the one who sort of gives in, the judge says, yeah, that's that's the mother. I can't remember anything else about it really. Interesting. Yeah, I just. I really can't be doing with Brecht. No, it's not fun. <laughs> and I did a presentation on Brecht as well when we were doing it at the start of the year because you did Stanislavski, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I think I did. I did um, stuff on Brecht, and I just stood up at the front and just went, "I really don't like this." <laughs> I actually, gone away and read enough about it that I understand what the purpose of it is, but I still hate it. Yeah. Bad. We shouldn't do it. And then we tried doing it anyway a year and a half later, and I was still of the, the opinion that it's bad and we shouldn't do it. Mm. On that cheery note. Yeah. That's um I'm just getting a call in on line two mm. that said Seth has actually pulled it back and it's a draw. Is it? I thought I'd beaten you. No. Are you sure? Yep. So I guessed your play. Yep. And I guessed your Oh. I didn't guess anything. But then you got my link before I got your link, so I think it is a draw. Yeah, I think so. I can't... Yeah, because technically your first guess was wrong, but by the time we'd gotten round to the second one, you knew it. Yeah. So... yeah. Yeah, so it's a draw. It's a draw. Lovely. Well, um, unless we have anything else to say, do we have anything else to say? Um, I don't know if I have anything else to say. Um, oh, just whilst we're on um, on call to each other, um, how is your genital mutilation? My genital mutilation? Yeah, how are your how are your warts on your on your balls? Oh, I um, I I I got a, I got a pair of scissors the other day, and I just I just I just sort of decided I was fed up of them, so I just cut them off. Your balls or the warts? No, the warts. Yeah. All right. Um. And then I'd sort of... No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> no, I'm drawing a line there. I like testing how far we can take stuff. 
Yeah. So how how's your how's your diarrhea problem? Is that eased up? Um. Well, no. I had some awful fish and chips from Westbury yesterday, and they were soggy, and they made me feel very ill, and they also stank out my whole room. So oh. um, they haven't helped at all. If anything, they've got worse. It's um, right. you know, oh, shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sort of like that. Is is okay. what what I'm experiencing at the moment. Okay. Would it? So would it? Would it? Would it still leave if you if you were if you were um directing it in the opposite direction to gravity? So, so your question is, I if you put your ass to the sky, could you still poo? Yes. Okay. Yes, could, yeah, and I I would be sort of splatted in um in the downfall of the pooey water from my yeah. bum. Okay. Yes, but apart from oh, that, I've, I've got a call on line three that says they'd really like us to end the podcast now. Oh, I've got a line for I've got a call from line two saying they have a similar problem. Seth, we completely understand and it's perfectly normal, so that's fine. Good. Really? Yeah, apparently it's a normal thing. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Okay. So <laughs> now we, we are never doing that joke again. <laughs> that was such an, a bad joke. Come up with another gag for next time. We've been um, doing it for an hour. <laughs> that's so bad. Yeah, right, well, we should be ashamed of ourselves, <laughs> but we're not. No. Well, if you made it this far in the podcast, well done. Yeah, and I can't believe you've got nothing better to do, really. But thank you. I mean, um, even the people who are on our podcast have better things to do than to <laughs> listen to it. Yeah, me and Jay have better things to do than to listen back to these. Yeah, that's true. I haven't listened to a single podcast. Brilliant. That's what I don't I like. think it's very good. Yeah. Well, we're done. Thank you for listening. <laughs> you were going to say something first. What were you going to say? I wasn't going to say anything. All right, fine. All right. Well, thank you for listening. If you did, yeah, it's been it's been fun today. It's it's been a blast. Yeah. We'll we'll see you on the next. We'll hit you. Well, you'll hear us on the next one. You still haven't got the hang of that, have you? No, I really haven't. Well, yeah. Well, we won't be seeing you, but you'll be hearing us hopefully next week. If if you if you decide to, and please do decide to. Because next week's going to be a stormer, and we might have a guest. Oh, yes. Let's make sure we have a guest next week, because that actually makes life slightly more bearable. Because I have someone else to talk to other than you. Oh, and I'm getting a call on line one saying the listeners have someone else to listen to other than us, and they really like that. That's fair enough. Yeah, Yeah, that's fair enough. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye from me. Goodbye.